Welcome to Geocache Adventures with me, Shadow Dragon One, where I talk about geocaching and my adventures with it. What is an adventure lab? An adventure lab is an experimental geocache and is often played at mega events. It is a type of cache that doesn't require a container and can be located indoors. It is also different from other caches as it requires a different app to log them. They do, however, count towards your total fines and can be viewed as part of your statistics at geocaching.com. There is an adventure lab in my area that I had been wanting to try that highlights five different veteran memorials in St. Charles County. I did the adventure lab in segments with a few weeks spanning in between them. The first part of the adventure lab I did with my son. It happened to be at Veterans Tribute Park that I have mentioned in a couple of previous episodes. If you haven't noticed yet, we tend to frequent that park. Even though we had been to that park several times, we typically ended up on the playground or maybe at the storybook walk. Until deciding to try this adventure lab, we had not yet found our way to the memorial in the park. The walk up to the memorial has different panels, quote, covering conflicts from the time St. Charles County was organized in 1812 to present. The memorial itself displays the names of soldiers from St. Charles County who died serving the nation in World War I. A few weeks later, I started my second segment of the Adventure Lab. This time, my husband was along with us, and we made a nice family outing of it. The second location took us to the St. Peter's Veterans Memorial, which is located in the St. Peter's City Center Park. It's another park that we tend to go to in order to play Pokemon Go. The park has some nice walking paths around and happens to house multiple Pokestops and gyms. Unlike the first memorial, we happen to have visited this one a few times. It's an interesting memorial that honors all veterans of all branches and has multiple sections to it, including a Korean War monument and a Vietnam War monument. The third adventure lab was not part of a park like the other two, but was a standalone monument not too far from the highway. I had never been to this one and had no idea it existed. It is a very neat memorial and had a nice little picnic spot next to it. The memorial is rather unique, featuring cast bronze boots in front of panels for each branch of service and a lone pair for prisoners of war and those missing in action. The fourth location took us to the St. Charles County Veterans Museum, which we also didn't know about. The Adventure Lab was set up so that you did not have to enter the museum to log the location, which was nice because it was closed due to COVID-19. There were a few outside things that we were able to look at while we were there, and we are definitely planning on going back to check it out when the museum opens again. The third and final segment that closed out this adventure lab I did about a week later with my son and husband. It took us down to the historic area of St. Charles. I expected it to take us to the memorial near the riverfront that we had been to before. Instead, it took us by the courthouse to a smaller memorial that we hadn't been to before. The location for the answer of this location wasn't as obvious as the others, as it was on the back side of the memorial. I really like a few different things about this adventure lab. First of all, I just really like how the creator of this decided to honor veterans by highlighting monuments that people may otherwise not have known about or ventured to. It certainly did that for me and my family. Second, even though my son is only five, he is very interested in military stuff. And I don't just mean the typical toy soldier stuff. When we go to our local library, he loves to go to the children's nonfiction section and get books on different military machines. He's always asking for books on military trucks and tanks and rifles, and he loves them. So it wasn't very surprising when he ended up being really interested in the memorials and asked all kinds of questions about them and wanting me to read the panels to him at every location. It was very neat to see him take it all in, even if he doesn't fully understand what it all means yet. 
It also made for a great way to foster an interest that he has in the new way. Third, I really liked how each adventure lab had at least one traditional cache in the vicinity of it. Some locations had multiple caches nearby. We took advantage of this and logged a few new smiley faces while at it. Finally, what I really enjoyed about this was that my husband was able to enjoy it with me. As you may have recalled from past episodes, he's not really into geocaching, but would humor me and my son by going with us from time to time or making a detour for us to grab a nearby cache. By taking us to different memorials and monuments, he was able to enjoy it too. Links to the different memorials mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes at geocacheadventures.org. Warning, this part of the show contains spoilers for the cache that is about to be discussed. This week's cache highlight is one that we found while out at one of the Adventure Lab locations. The cache was called The Mexican. Cache ID GCFA1. Difficulty rating 1, terrain rating 1.5. The description read, After a bit of research, it would seem this is the oldest active cache in St. Charles County. The cache is so close to the path that saying it's off the path would almost be lying. Please make sure you return the cache as close as possible to the original location. A matter of a few inches could make this cache very visible to everyone. Thanks. This cache entitled The Mexican is a theme cache. It is hidden in a park on Mexico Road. The stash at one time contained things having to do with Mexico, Mexican culture. Right now it contains only a logbook and a pen and a few swag items. Small medicine bottle so there is room for a couple of smaller travel bugs. Please use stealth when finding this cache. Hint, could you be standing on it? When we got to the park, we headed down the walking path that would lead us to the memorial for the Adventure Lab spot. Along the way, I pulled out my geocaching app and looked to see what else was in the area. I saw the cache the Mexican was on the way to our destination, so we decided to stop and find it. The walking path led up to a bridge that crossed a creek. The map showed the cache on the other side of the bridge, so we crossed over and started searching. Thanks to the hint, it didn't take long to determine I needed to look under the bridge. My husband and son stayed on top while I walked around the side to go under. I didn't have to go far. As soon as I walked around the edge, I saw the cross support was box steel, so I peeked inside. Sure enough, I found a large pill bottle, like a vitamin bottle, wrapped in a geocache sticker. I stood at the side of the bridge, signing the log as a friendly dog nose popped over to see what I was doing. I looked up and said hello, puppers, and saw an older gentleman walking a dog. We said hello to him and commented on his friendly dog. There's a feather one back there, he said, pointing towards the other end of the bridge. We looked back and saw two women he was with walking a chicken. The chicken was wearing a harness and walking on a leash. It was the best random pet encounter ever. We talked with them for a few minutes about their pet chicken and then parted ways. The cache itself was a simple find, but the encounter we had at the cache made a lasting impression on us all. You have been listening to Geocache Adventures with me, Shadow Dragon One. Feel free to reach out to me on my geocaching profile page, Shadow Dragon One, or at geocacheadventures.org. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and thank you for listening. 